0: The 630Chad Afternoon News with J.Lynn Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630Chad. I will remember you. Will you remember me?
1: Don't let your life pass you by. There's a reason we're playing this song. Brad Whisker and Morgan Black joining you this Monday afternoon. Brad and many others were hit with some devastating news quite recently. Do you want to take us into uh, what happened, Brad?
0: Saturday morning was brutal. Just brutal. After all the waiting, after all the refreshing, after all the helicopters tracking him down like he was a fugitive, similar to OJ Simpson, and after all the love not only the city of Toronto, but the entire country of Canada showed him for one entire year, Kawhi Leonard has decided to leave. He's going back home to play for the L.A. Clippers. Rather than potentially win another NBA title with Toronto, he's taking his talents to Southern California.
1: Brad, how did you like take me through your like seven stages of grief?
0: I don't know if I've even passed stage one, I don't know if I've even come close to hitting stage two I'm still digesting it figuring out how I want to feel towards Kawhi Leonard for the rest of my life
1: You found out through Twitter, right?
0: No, well, I found out on a sports app, Saturday morning Uh. I, I went to bed around 11 Friday night, and I think I missed it by about 15 minutes he announced uh, the decision came out rather he didn't announce it but it came out late late friday night yeah. um and it just the reason it shocked everybody myself included was because of all the reports from insiders saying He's probably staying in Toronto. I'm 99% sure he's staying in Toronto. Kawhi's plane has gone to San Diego to pick up Kawhi's family and bring them back to Toronto. Clearly that wasn't true. There'd be no reason to bring his family there to say, hey, see you later, going back to Cali. So it brings into question just how much these insiders know. So I checked the sports app Saturday morning. It was the first thing I'd been doing for days on end awaiting his decision and i I was just i was shocked and i was frustrated and i immediately texted some friends of mine to get their thoughts and it's it's interesting because he only played there for a year but everybody felt like he had punched them in the gut individually because of the season that was but here we are he's gone
1: when I found out that Kawhi was leaving, I um, I mean, I've been a big fan for about seventy-five days, so it hit me pretty hard. I was, I honestly, you like, were invested. no, no, like I actually, I actually am kind of embarrassed to admit this, but when when I found out, I felt like genuine like sadness. So I don't even know how you felt, like a, a legit fan. I was
0: devastated. Like
1: I'll probably get over this.
0: Toronto's gonna suck next year. They'll they'll be lucky to make the playoffs.
1: Brad. We do not have time for that negative thinking.
0: <laughs> Just the truth.
1: Well, okay, well, let's let's bring in another voice, a voice you know very well. Hi. <laughs> All right. Oh, have, well, everybody knows who it is now. You have to guess now. Just kidding. Oh, wait. I have to turn on his mic. Okay, wait. Give me a second. There we go. There we go. Now... Is that better? Now you can nah, hear his voice. This is the voice of Morley Scott, of course, play-by-play announcer for the Edmonton Eskimos. Hi guys, and a voice frequently heard on six thirty.
2: Chad, once in a while, once in a while. Morley,
1: where were you when you found out about Kawhi? Uh,
2: I remember waking up, looking at my phone, and go, "Ah, oh, that's too bad." <laughs> Sounds about right from you. Yeah, I, you know, I mean, I, I like you became a big Kawhi fan way back in April, and uh, oh,
1: those were the days, weren't yeah, they, Morley?
2: Yeah, nah, I, I learned how to spell Kawhi during the playoff race. I, I actually <laughs> learned what he looked like. Um, so yeah, no, he was. I, I like everybody else in Canada. Fell in love with him watching him play. Loved loved watching that that uh, that two months of basketball. I watched more basketball in that two month stretch than I probably watched in the last fifteen years.
1: But now we're back to football. Bye week to is football. over.
2: That's right. Back to work. Did
1: you have a restful? I was week?
2: okay. Yeah, yeah. Didn't go anywhere. Didn't do anything. You know, but.
1: It's because you're just crunching I'm, numbers looking at player stats. I'm, I'm
2: ready to go. We're leaving tomorrow for Vancouver. Eskimos play there on Thursday night. Uh, Two-hour pregame show starts at 6 o'clock and uh, the Eskimos and Lions go at 8 o'clock Thursday night. So they were back uh, They were back on the field last Friday for the first practice. Yeah, they did. We'll talk to Jason Moss about this tonight on the coaches show uh, at 7.30 here on 6.30. Ched, but he, they, they've done a lot of team bonding things this year and they came back to practice on Friday and then they went out, uh, I think, they went out after practice with the entire office staff, and they went bowling. So all the players and all the office staff went bowling. Uh, you'll hear more on that tomorrow morning on uh, the 6.30 Ched Morning News on King's Court with Ryan, Court, uh, Ryan King. He'll talk about uh, with one of the best bowlers, the guy that won it all. I'm not going to give anything away, but he won it all for his team. So that'll be tomorrow morning. But they did that. They also did some skeet shooting. Uh, they've just done a lot of things like that this year. And I know Jason Moss has uh, has game planned that because there's so many new players on the team and so many new players to get to know each other and right from day 1 of training camp and he's going to carry it right through to the season he's been doing things like that to make sure they know each other they love each other they care for each other and they play for each other how about on the field what are they preaching this week at practice well you know what it's going to it's it's been going on for 3 years. Penalties. <laughs> <Panels. laughs> yeah. Uh penalties, penalties, penalties will be a big part of it. Execution. Offensively it's execution. They 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 had some issues against Winnipeg. They moved the ball tremendously well. But they couldn't get in the end zone. Couldn't score a touchdown. Had to settle for seven field goals. So they get one touchdown out of those seven field goals. They get a chance to win the football game instead they're chasing all game right so that's offensive they're, they're just going to try and be better and, and execute better but they're they got to take less penalties uh, they're getting absolutely killed with penalties 422 yards in penalties why do you think that's still happening i don't know three I, years later I, nobody knows nobody can figure it out jason can't figure it out jason moss has talked we've talked a lot about it on the coaches show he cannot figure it out either uh here's the funny thing and and Jason brought this up a couple of weeks ago on the show. Last year when they were taking all those penalties, they were six and three. And then they got the penalties under control and they were three and six. So maybe they're just maybe you don't need to change it. Maybe they're just a team that takes a lot of penalties.
1: Is it a lot of repeat offenders or is it kind of the whole <clears throat>
2: It's. it's, there are some guys yeah there are a couple of guys but there are you know and and I would say some of those calls are not exactly fair or warranted but there are guys you know by nature of their position the defensive line I mean they've they've taken eight I think roughing the passer penalties which leads the league so Nick Usher's a guy he's been fined two weeks in a row for late hits or or, uh, hits that have gone over the line in in the CFL guy anyway so yeah it's they just gotta they just gotta play better they gotta play smarter
0: you know. The Eskimos took care of BC pretty handedly last Rich time. BC is going to come out hungry. They got their first win of the season on the weekend. Do you do you see them performing
2: better? Uh, yeah, they'll be better. They'll be better. They'll be back at home. They've only played one home game so far this year. They've played three straight on the road uh, since losing their opening game at home to Winnipeg. They've played three straight on the road. Uh, they should have won in Calgary. They should have probably lost in Toronto, but ended up losing in Calgary and winning in Toronto. Uh, that, from the from the game here, what, week two, so three weeks ago, they'll be different. You know that the offensive line is going to be better and want to be a little bit more determined against the defensive line that sacked their quarterback. Seven times, so Ugh. they'll be uh, they'll be different, yeah. And uh, from an
0: Edmonton perspective, obviously, you know, three three weeks in a row minus the bye week mm-hmm. on the
2: road, mm-hmm. they really want to get at least one of these. In the bag. Well, they want to get two of them now. You know, they. I think. I think they figured if they could, they could win two or three. They'd be in great a great position coming back to play the Toronto Argonauts for their next home game on July 25th. So, uh, yeah, they they'll they'll need to play pretty well Thursday night uh, because the Lions will be ready for them, I think, for sure. Considering what happened a couple of weeks ago, then they go to Montreal to play the Alouettes, and you never know what you're going to get with the Alouettes, right? They no were, kidding. They've been bad and they've been good. So, we'll, is it
1: we'll... tough to get back into the swing of things coming off a of bye week? <laughs> they, yeah, or, yes. or is it like yes and re- no? I think, a to a
2: certain extent, they're pretty anxious to get going again, and they've got to knock off the ring rust pretty quickly so that they, it doesn't hurt them, and it doesn't take long. I think that's why they had an extra practice. They practiced on Friday, then took Saturday off, and then went back to work yesterday, practiced yesterday and today, and they'll practice again tomorrow, have a walk-through Wednesday before they fly to Vancouver. So, uh, yeah, it, it is part of it. It is part of it. I talked to one uh, Kwaku Boateng today, and he just said, you know, just because there was a bye week, we can't remember we lost our last game. You know, we have to remember we lost our last game. We can't forget that just because it was a long time, ago that we didn't lose our last game so we have corrections to make we have to be better so you don't want you don't want the bye week to lose your edge but you want it to to get rested and, and recouped a little bit to get going
1: all right morley scott who is about to head back into his busy season of Looking forward football. to football